Hello, and welcome to the Weasley's Wizarding Twin Cast. A twin cast is what we call twin brothers reading the Harry Potter series for the very first time in parallel. Unbelievably, they've made it over a quarter century before even being spoiled on the first book. Thanks to me, their persistent older sister and guide, they're setting off on this journey to Hogwarts every week. In our second episode of David, we first review a few more memories that come to David's mind from the movies before we delve into chapters 2, 3, and 4 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Stay tuned for the final minutes when David presents his prophecy theory. What's another scene that stands out to you? What do you th- what scenes flicker in your head as like representations of this book? Okay. I mean, do you want me to just like go through yeah, all of yeah. them that I can think yeah. of? Why not? Um like from the movie specifically because I think that's the easily the most I remember. I remember mm-hmm. obviously like them running their shopping carts into the wall and like getting like going through that portal essentially to to the other world um i think it's in the first movie because I, like i said i haven't i don't know if i've seen the other ones mm-hmm. um there's like a troll in the bathroom mm-hmm. uh wreaking havoc mm-hmm. um like i said i remember the the snake thing the invisibility mm-hmm. cloak that i think mm-hmm. was a gift from harry's father or something um who is it Ginny Weasley I the reason I can recall (laughs) that name is because of the game yeah yeah she's the one who like she like passes out or something like in the room with the giant snake and Harry Mm -hmm. has to go like you know Mm -hmm. Mario and Princess Peach save her from the (laughs) the snake and (laughs) um yeah other than that um I there's like these ring wraith looking dudes that I can recall they don't serve the same I role, I don't what, think. As... I don't know what ring race means. <laughs> That's from Lord of the Rings, Lauren. Uh, I did not know you and Daniel were huge Lord of the Rings fans. So they were like evil, spooky ghosts, essentially, that, that were always hunting for the ring. And I remember oh. there's a scene like, like on a train where uh, I think it was like him and Ron and Hermione mm. or something were on a train. Mm-hmm. And they got like invaded by these spooky ghost things okay I, I don't really remember like what the significance of that or anything was okay um I remember yeah because okay so I, this had to have been a different movie but I don't I don't remember the significance at all Hagrid's <laughs> got like a like a pegasus looking horse thing oh Okay. I like I said, I don't know any significance of that, but he's got like some cool horse. And I think mm-hmm. he had to like save Harry from something that was happening in the forest. I, it might have been a wolf or something mm. that was chasing him. Which okay. could have, now that I'm thinking about it, could have been a, a dude, like a, another wizard who became a wolf the same way McGonagall became a cat, you know, mm. druidic. Mm-hmm. Um, some dude is a rat. Mm. don't like that's the thing like i remember so many like little bits and pieces that it's really cool to hear you list them all off tie to anything (laughs) (laughs) i remember the name serious black i remember the poster of him like wanted for something Mm -hmm. i think he ends up being a good guy Mm. um 
Quidditch? Sure. Yeah. That's not not significant. Some I feel like there's stuff. a lot of I feel like there's a lot of like underlying psychology that goes along with Quidditch and trying to catch the mm. golden snitch, right? Yeah. Like there might be some some uh I guess rhetoric in that story that applies elsewhere mm-hmm. that I haven't, you know, thought of or been able mm-hmm. to do. I mean, wow. yeah, I don't know. It's pretty I, good. I, there's going to be more as we go, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. things are going to start ringing bells. Um, yeah. Oh, Dobby the elf, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also love Didn't that. Have, like, like a sock or something. Won't know like what's like a creation of the movie versus you know because like the movie will take creative freedoms to like do sure. a scene that may or may not have existed at least in that particular way sure yeah too. so that's kind of cool so you'll just have like some visual like you'll have sometimes when you read that you'll like be like oh this is the thing i saw yeah but i like that you don't know the significance of these things <laughs> uh, yeah i i, I i really don't David, it's going to be a blast. It's been so long. So, David, (laughs) what do we, what did we think of these three chapters? Um, I mean, way more. Given I read three of them, so way more captivating than like just the first one, right? I don't know. It's hard. Chapter two wasn't wasn't anything special compared to the other two of course mm-hmm. uh chapter two was more just kind of like backstory it felt like on you know how harry is being treated at his aunt and uncle's house mm-hmm. the dursleys and you know just just kind of a I, I feel like yeah they just wanted to give you a better sense of like how awful the situation actually was, but was yeah for in. 11 years or he's 11 now yeah, I mean, but yeah, it, it seemed like he was a bit of uh like he knew he was being treated poorly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um it, you know, he had certain situations where he was either screwing with his cousin or I don't know, he he was climbing around. There was the the paragraph or or page that was discussing how he got in trouble at school because they thought he was trying to climb on the building. So he's a bit of a, a Dulvernix, as uh, as dad and grandma would say. Yes, Dulvernix. Good um, word. Yeah, which well, I think Well, he didn't is, climb on the building, though, right? He was he running, was just, and he yeah. just ended up there. Yeah. Almost yeah. wizard-like. Yeah, almost. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so there's, like, uh, chapter two was a, a lot of setup-esque things like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it just felt like we were getting a bit more into like knowing who the character of Harry Potter is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe it was, uh, yeah, it had to have been chapter two also where they were at the zoo. Yeah. You were, you were like, nothing happened. And I was like, well, he goes to the zoo. Yeah. And actually that, that is, that is an important thing that happened, I think, because he was, <laughs> I mean, he was doing things. This is the way I interpreted it is he was doing things that to him seemed like they were kind of normal, like talking to the snake. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if he was aware that that was because he was a wizard, you know? Right. <laughs> um, maybe he thought everybody could talk to snakes. Like, I, I don't really know. Maybe. Did it, did it seem to you like he had talked to a snake in the past? Or was this his first snake talking? 
<laughs> Great question. Um, <laughs> it felt like it felt like he was comfortable talking to the snake. You know. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, obviously, that was the first time in our story, like, you know, reading about him that he had talked to a snake, but it seemed like he was awfully comfortable talking to a snake. And who knows, he's probably out there talking to other animals, too. I, I don't mm. know how, what, what wizardry all entails, but. Um, well, yeah, that was gonna yeah. be my next question. Do you think wizards can talk to animals? You know, I McGonagall think... was a cat. But that's just yeah. she became cat. She wasn't like talking to other cats. Right. So actually, that's one thing that I thought right away when he started mm -hmm. talking to the snake is I was like, McGonagall was like she was in cat form or whatever. Mm -hmm. right? Cat I'm form, like, yeah. Could this snake be another relevant character like mm -hmm. as a snake? And it, mm. I mean, I guess it could be, but also it was in a zoo. Right. So probably well, not. Until the end of the chapter. <laughs> until, yeah, until the end. And it escaped to go to what Costa Rica or something? Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> it was like yeah. adios. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adios. <laughs> and then the other part, the other, the other interesting thing was when the snake escaped, it was like, I think the, the author had described that the glass just kind of like disappeared. It sure like did. It didn't it didn't like shatter right. or fall over or anything? It just like went away. Yes, as the glass the front of the out. boa constrictor's tank had vanished. It vanished, if you will. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, there was some some magic stuff going on there, you know? Exciting um, stuff. Well, I, he lays in his dark cupboard thinking about it. Thinks about his uh, earliest memory of a blinding flash of green light and a burning pain on his forehead. This, he supposed, was the crash. The car crash. The car crash. killed his parents. <laughs> killed his parents. Lies. Lies. And lies. Just shame. I mean, I, I suppose if you are trying to keep a secret of, like, wizardry existing, you, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, they got murder. I mean, plus to just tell a kid that their parents were murdered without context is a little, like, it is. I don't know. But if, I mean, it's I mean, true. Fast forward to chapter four for a second and, and think about how upset and angry and frustrated Hagrid was with the Dursleys for not telling him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, chapter was it at the end of chapter two when he's, he received the first letter or did that not happen? Not till chapter three. Yeah. Okay. The end of chapter two, he just talks about how sometimes people look at him and wave at him that like he's never seen before right okay so that's and then probably... they seem to vanish the second harry tried to get a closer look yeah those are those are all those are gotta be all witches and wizards yeah so chapter three is all about the letters it is it is the many it is a shorter many, chapter any letters yeah and there were so many letters so yeah i guess I mean, I know this now, I think those were all the like invitation letters, right? To Hogwarts? Yes. Yes. Okay. That would just keep changing address based on where he went. Yeah. And I think at that point, the Dursleys, or at least uh, Mr. What's his name again? Um, Vernon. So bad with names. Vernon. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, I think, knew what was going on <laughs> and was doing... I think, and he was doing his muggle best, at <laughs> avoiding it. Um, 
Yeah, by like driving around and we find out later that uh Petunia is like, oh, my sister got a letter just like this one. Yeah. Yeah. And then she and then my parents loved her more than me. And yeah, woe, woe is me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ooh. she's yeah. like, oh, they were just so proud to have a wizard in the family. <laughs> I feel like Vernon was feeling a couple emotions at this point. One, he just not about this wizard life. And two, he's like not about how the wizards seem to know everything about his life. Mm-hmm. Like, because if they know he lives in the cupboard under the stairs, he now he's starting flip out like oh we've been being spied on who knows how long right he tries to move harry like okay now you live somewhere else yeah now you live in uh the other bedroom the kids dudley's other bed yeah because he had two (laughs) um on friday no less than 12 letters arrived for harry on saturday things began to get out of hand 24 letters to harry found their way in the house sunday morning he's like no post on sundays so then they just come they come through the fireplace this time. Yeah, something came whizzing down the chimney as he spoke and caught him sharply in the back of the head. <laughs> 30 or 40 letters came pelting out of the fireplace like bullets. And so then he just like, he starts screaming and they all get out and they get in the car, they drive away and he's trying to like, oh, if we drive away, like we'll go to this hotel, no one will find us there. And then sure enough, there's a letter that's at the hotel that's like, Mr. Potter, room 17 at the hotel. <laughs> Like before they even get there. Yeah. <laughs> the poor receptionist is just like, oh, yeah, sir. Like a letter came and he just like flips his shit. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, God, why, why? Why don't you want mail? So then they have to go even further into the middle of nowhere. I like that he thinks this is going to work. Yeah. As if it wasn't clear, having an unbelievable amount of mail coming down through your chimney. Right. They know <laughs> like what? what's going on. They're not going to like, oh, well, now that you're on an island in the sea. And it's like getting spookier and scarier. It's getting spooky. He like tried to subtly like bring that gun with him in that package, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. He brought the gun. I was like, Vernon, are you going to shoot the gun? Like, is this how this <laughs> ends? You're just going to shoot somebody? Yeah, know. you're gonna shoot Hagrid. That's gonna work. I don't think so. Based on Hagrid's, description, I was a little surprised he doesn't shoot Hagrid. You know, because it's just like he's going you're crazy. A giant he's man, mad. Pound on <laughs> no, your door. So, yeah, you're in the all the sea. It would be scary. I mean, that's straight out of a movie. Yeah, that's self-defense. You know, I don't know. Giant man busting through your door. Oh, Hagrid. This is just a question on, on the wizardry. So he did mention like. They, that his parents wouldn't die in a car crash is it and maybe i mean you, maybe you shouldn't answer mm-hmm. this question can w- witches and wizards die to like r- like guns and car crash you know or it, do they exist on like a different kind of mm. plane of existence where they actually can't die mm. That's I I'm am going to put a pin in this question because because I mean, yeah, it's just it is a good question because I mean, like I was thinking if he did shoot Hagrid first off, like if if he was a muggle, if Hagrid mm-hmm. was, he's a giant person, it sounds like. And from yes. my faint memory of description and, and a the giant movie. person indeed. Yeah. yeah, big scraggly beard. Big and stuff. And like if you put around in his chest, like I don't think he'd feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, crazy situation to, to be in. Yeah, didn't, so, uh, didn't so Haggard bust down? Didn't he bring him a cake? Yeah, he's like, he, yeah, he's like <laughs> after, hey, after all this, he's like, happy birthday! Like, <laughs> cake. He goes, I might have sat on it. 
Hagrid's a delight. I feel like he's a pretty cool guy because he was there to drop Harry off as well. He's the one who rolled up on the chopper. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, and Harry has a dream remembering riding in a yeah. motorcycle, which mm. <laughs> would he remember that though? No, which is interesting that he has a dream. I mean, that's I think the author is just like keeps keeps just pushing little tidbits of like mm. yep here's a little magical thing that's happening here's a little here's another one oh you, you know? think his dreams are magic they've got to be he he doesn't remember that they said he, he was, was one years old the babe just a babe yeah. asleep too so he would have been a sleeping babe like yeah. he's on this like wild motorcycle ride but again to your point maybe he just feels you know g-forces differently <laughs> <laughs> Or he was in some sort of like magical sleep mm-hmm. where he can, he can be dreaming and still have a memory that he later dreams about. You know, what's funny is in our D and D campaign, mm-hmm. I play a wizard <gasps> and yeah. So you do know and everything about wizards. I don't know everything about wizards, but one of the, let's see. Yeah. One of the traits, I guess, mm-hmm. of my character being a wizard, I think it's specific to wizards. Mm-hmm. is when the rest of the party has to sleep during the night um my my character can just go into um more of like a meditation and like oh. for for the sake of role play like everybody has to get eight hours of sleep for it to be considered a long rest so that you regenerate your health points and oh stuff like that. i love how Whereas wholesome that rule is <laughs> yeah Everyone should. I mean it totally is sleep. yeah <laughs> fully regenerated um thanks so mm-hmm. my character in and D&D is a wizard. And one of the traits with being a wizard is that instead of sleep, I go into or my character goes into like a like an arcane meditation sort of state mm-hmm. where you still are perceptive to everything around you. Um, so you're like oh. not actually sleeping and, and you don't actually need to sleep as a wizard, which is interesting. And it's also a little mm-hmm. ironic because as an elf, I'm a high elf wizard. That's what my character. OK, is. love it. Elves live like hundreds of years. So the irony <laughs> is that you're living hundreds of years without sleeping. <laughs> That's a lot of time. But anyway, so maybe, I mean, we can draw a parallel between the wizard and D&D and, and Harry. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. he's got that, uh, that trait where he doesn't need to sleep. So interesting. he actually did experience the motorcycle as a baby and Exper- still has like memory fully, of the experience. Yeah. Sentient, fully sentient at, uh-huh. at one fully perceptive yep (laughs) at one at one that's and then we just skip ahead to when he's 11 you know it's like there's probably a lot of if he was fully sentient at one imagine him at two or three goodness gracious Eh, Uh, we got the show on the road i know we got the show on the road it's it's better this way so (laughs) so so haggard when he does come in and vernon's yelling i'm armed the first thing haggard said which is the most english thing ever couldn't make us a cup of tea, could you? <laughs> I absolutely laughed out loud when that was the first thing he said. Because I think they, I think they described him first too, right? Yes, a giant of a man. <laughs> so, so you've got this this image of this giant person busting down a door, and then yeah, asking, and like you said, spooky setting, spooky. Yeah. Yes. So then everyone's frozen in fear. And he's all like, Harry, I saw you when you were a baby. You look like your dad, but you've got your mom's eyes. Definitely jovial. And then we get the famous, you're a wizard. Yeah. 
So what? So you have the book in front of you. What is the actual yeah. quote again? Because I feel like people misquote it all the time. They do. I feel like that might have been a meme that you'd seen. <laughs> you're, does he say you're a wizard, Harry? Nope. He says, Harry, you're a wizard. Yeah. See, and that's, then Harry that's does go, I'm a what? I'm a wizard, what? of course. Yeah. Then he goes on to think, he say that he thinks he should be a talented one because his mom and dad were. A prophecy of sorts. There must be. A prophecy of sorts. Yeah. I mean... Like I talked about in uh, our episode one, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all playing out to look like uh, kind of the, the Anakin Skywalker, you know, born with these cool powers and everybody knows who you are. You're the mm-hmm. chosen one. So what is shaping up to be? He, he couldn't be killed by the guy that we don't name. He, he, he mean, who shall not be named. Voldemort. As Voldemort. the audiobook says, I thought it was Voldemort. I know it's a contentious issue. Is that like a thing? French, it's like a community? French word. And I can tell you, French, that they just don't <laughs> say the ends of words ever. So they have like six letters at the end of every word that they just don't say. So the fact that you get all the way to Voldemort with the R even is like already impressive. But they think, yeah, it's like you're 90% word. of the way. Just, <laughs> just finish it. Is that, is that where you're going to give up French people on that? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Vol- yeah, Voldemort. Yeah, so you can say whatever you want. Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's a. I mean, so long as you believe say saying it, so. it out loud won't give you, you know, bad luck. Is that like a thing in the community to like not say it? Do you not think that Dumbledore wouldn't have convinced everyone? It's true. He he. Who did he? He told that to McGonagall. Mm-hmm. He said, like. You shouldn't be afraid of saying it. And yeah, he saw, never saw much sense in it. And then she was all like, well, you can say whatever you want because you're the only one who was ever afraid of. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens with Dumbledore, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's this, um, you know, caring old man. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's I mean, I don't remember what chapter it was. But they were talking about how he's like also a super powerful wizard. I think that was part of chapter four wasn't it Hagrid telling them that uh Dumbledore's like a super powerful wizard as well and he wasn't buying into the Voldemort thing mm. when a bunch of other wizards were and the ones he didn't like he just offed <laughs> yeah killed some of the best witches and wizards of the age the McKinnons the Bones the Pruitts and you was only yep. a baby Harry and you lived yep like this has this is absolutely if there are seven seven books right yep that's the exciting part for me about doing this is that's the part i don't know like all this silly little stuff i kind of know yeah harry is a wizard like, voldemort's a bad guy you're like yeah, yeah. sure he does wizard things and he didn't know and he like i even i even know about like the the the, the basilisk or like or what or uh is it a no it's a snake hmm. it, i think hmm. i think that's in this book where'd you like, come I know up with about the word all basilisk stuff. uh there's basilisks in like all kinds of video games and oh yeah hmm. it's, a, <laughs> it's a word that i definitely know and hear way more than other people <laughs> <laughs> clearly that's yeah, just <laughs> basilisks are like a very specific type of enemy in games too because 
I think it's I think it's a characteristic of their eyes. Like if you oh. make eye contact or something, um, I don't know. You get you get like charmed in a like in a bad way, oh. like like um, or or ter- like I don't know. There's some characteristic like if you make eye contact with a basilisk, it's, it's you don't want to do that. So like we fought wow. one in D and D. Um, gosh, a, this a couple died? years ago, probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if Daniel died because of actually? Bass? No, I don't think it was. But um, yeah, we were fighting one, and like somebody recognized it was a basilisk, and they were like, "Hey, we got to fight it, but don't look at it. Like, close your eyes and cast your spells and stuff." So, I love that. So, crazy. did you have to always announce it though? When because it's D and D, right? You have to be like, "I like step up to the basilisk with my eyes closed." <laughs> You have to say it every time. Pretty much. I mean, it, we probably did that for like the first few attacks. And then our DM, Justin, yeah, he, he's like, all right, <laughs> you guys aren't, you aren't going to make eye contact. You're like, you're not going to look in its eyes. You're going to look at its torso or something. If I were DM, I would be like, because you can't see, you misfire and hit your friend. <laughs> well, yeah, that's real though. Like Aww. he'll do stuff like that where it's, you know, you make an attack roll and you have a disadvantage. So you roll two uh... dice. Two, two d20s so the 20 sided die uh-huh. and, and you you have to take the worst one instead of taking the best one on an advantage or if it was just a flat roll you just roll the die so oh. there there is some stuff like that well it is that's fun back to the book uh call me hagrid he says he works at hogwarts <laughs> He's the, the, what was the chapter called? He's keeper of keys. Keeper of keys. He's like a, it's like a gate guy. Yes. It's like the cool janitor. He's got the key ring with like a million keys on it. He is like the cool people. janitor and he's got, <laughs> and he's got that cool umbrella too. Yeah. I hope, I hope I didn't like miss anything with the significance of the umbrella. It just seems like a, like a tool of his. I don't know. Yeah uh i mean you're famous he says what my mom and dad weren't famous were they and he's just like oh my god you don't know anything <laughs> he's just like beside himself he's uh, pissed fernan holding a gun is still trying to convince Hagrid to just stop talking as if he's just gonna like persuade him verbally <laughs> after he just followed you onto this island and threw down the door to get harry his cake <laughs> yeah presumably to get an answer from harry about like his enrollment because the letter does give like a deadline which is interesting that that kind of shows maybe a bit of a limitation on the magic too because he he knew where harry was Mm -hmm. and he knew that he was getting letters and stuff but Mm -hmm. he didn't know that harry hadn't seen him and he didn't know that harry Mm. had been kind of neglected you know so right so he was he's clearly not if anyone knows what's going on here it's not Hagrid he's not the one who's been watching over Harry for all this time true yeah yeah true but somebody has I mean someone has to know he was in a cupboard yeah um the floor hut on the rock the sea He's even like sleeping on the floor. That's so sad and funny. Okay, so then we get his letter. Please inform you that you have been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And then he gets a list of books, obviously. You got to know what you're, you know, you can't just show up. You need your crayons, you need your books. 
Hey, Harry, between me and you, my man, just go find PDFs online. You don't need to get all those books. (laughs) (laughs) You can probably make it without. I mean, they'll They'll understand. So much money. Wait till the first homework assignment. See if it's out of the book. If it's not, don't bother. (laughs) Do you just do you just know the answers intuitively? Can you make it up? You're going to meet you're going to meet somebody in your class, one of your rich friends and their parents bought all the books right away. Go just go borrow their book instead. You don't need to buy all these books. (laughs) Study buddy. Uh, Dear Professor Dumbledore, give Harry his letter taking him to. Oh, yeah. He pulls the he pulls his owl out of his cloak. That's how big he is. He pulled a lot of junk out of He was carrying on with the tea and with the sausages and the cake. And he, no one could tell he had an owl in his jacket. (laughs) Uh, It cracks me up. That's funny because that's kind of a stereotypical magic trick. Like, yeah, yeah, true. Like, grab it out of his hat. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So he rolls this letter up and gives it to the owl. He says he's going to take him to buy his things tomorrow. That's nice. Yeah. And I saw the the uh, the name of the next chapter is um, it, how do you say is it Diagon Alley? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recently and I, did an escape room here in the Twin Cities called Diagonal Alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fun. He learns what a muggle is. Mm-hmm. Petunia talks like you said earlier. She's got a little jelly vibes. Yeah. I was the only one who saw her for what she was, a freak. But for my father and mother, oh, no. It was literally this and literally that. We're so proud of having a witch in the family. Imagine being so dense <laughs> <laughs> that, that your sister is a witch and you have zero interest in how cool that is. And instead, you're mm-hmm. like, just like, ah, oh, she's weird. I remember Vernon was saying like, oh, your parents are, they were odd and they mm-hmm. were weirdos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Imagine not being unbelievably fascinated by the fact that your sister is a witch. Mm-hmm. It's like growing up, you know, and like your sibling is like a professional athlete or something and you're just okay at it. Yeah. Or you don't even like play a, it. Like, like Cooper Manning. Yes, <laughs> brothers are literally, yes. It's like being Cooper Manning and you're just like, I mean, it was a fun game, but I don't. But I don't have a Super Bowl ring. (laughs) I mean, Cooper seems well balanced from the outside, but these people are not. Petunia's like, no, so not okay that she's like, I expected this it to end this way. She was going to go and get herself blown up. That's what she says about her sister. Yeah. That's so sad. Her deceased sister. That's like. She's just it's like, like a, still mad. Like she's not even. Do you miss her? <laughs> I don't and, know. And Vernon, Vernon also. I remember he said something like, "the The world is a better place without them here." Yes. Like man, cold really blooded. Gonna, you're gonna do them like that? You don't. That's like an unwritten rule. You don't like talk about dead people like that. You're re-traumatizing Harry by explaining what really happened to his parents, and in doing so, you insult them to his face. Absolutely disrespecting him. That's crazy. I, mean, I don't know the words strong enough to be like that's so inappropriate. Yeah. Oh god. Wild. That's that's like pure hatred. Like that's evil, you know. It really is. Yeah, they're not okay. They're not doing great. Um so then he that's is when he explains, no, they weren't killed in a car crash. They were murdered by Voldemort. Mm-hmm. 
And he gives some interesting exposition here. <laughs> uh, started looking for followers 20 years ago. He got them. Some were afraid. So they like joined him out of fear. Some just wanted power or a bit of his power. Yep. Dark days, he says. Didn't know who to trust. Didn't dare get friendly with strange wizards or witches. Terrible things happened. He was taking over. Of course, some stood up to him and he killed him horribly. Yep. One the only safe places left was Hogwarts. And that's because he, he again reckons that Dumbledore is the only one, you know, who was afraid of. Yep. So Hogwarts is now like, has been described as kind of a sanctum. Like, yes, this is a safe place, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. If you're going to send a bunch of 11 year old kids to go study magic, you'd probably want that place to be pretty safe. Especially if like, things were as scary as they're describing. I mean, if you're saying you don't even associate with other strange witches and wizards, that's like all of your kids, classmates, parents. These are all people that you don't personally want to mess around with, but you're sending them off to school. Like imagine like you're at school, you're at this boarding school. You don't know if your parents are safe. Like it'd just be so terrifying. So Hogwarts would have to be very safe for you to be like, actually I'm better off leaving my kids there than having them home with me. Right. Like along those lines. I'm guessing that Dumbledore isn't the only extremely powerful wizard at Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Because you'd want kind of an arsenal of people that, you know, morally want to stand up against Voldemort and protect Hogwarts. Because otherwise, Mm -hmm. I mean, if Voldemort goes around and recruiting these other wizards to become evil wizards and bad Mm -hmm. people, whatever, like, yeah, he could have his way with Hogwarts. He could just roll through there, you know? Right. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to keep that in mind as we go too and mm-hmm. see who Dumbledore's right-hand man is, you know? Mm-hmm. And who who kind of, I, I imagine that all the teachers and stuff like that mm-hmm. are probably going to be pretty good, pretty good eggs. Mm-hmm. But I'm, yeah, I'm excited to kind of learn who among them is, is, also really powerful because the mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe that person will become a mentor for harry and i mean i imagine they're trying to they're trying to train train up harry mm. they want him to be a good wizard <laughs> yeah i mean you got a reputation preceding you so hagrid said something about harry being a good wizard even though he hasn't studied it at all yet right yeah he kind of acted like uh your your parents were good wizards so you probably are too so there's he's alluding to some level of like kind of like how we think of intelligence like you would inherit mm-hmm. like the characteristics of a good wizard even if you're not practiced you would have this right. natural talent at this thing so he's clearly goal, not practiced he didn't even know yeah doing. <laughs> yeah so so his goal Hagrid and, and the Hogwarts gang is probably let's take this good wizard that we already know has the capability and help him learn how to control and use and whatever he needs to do with his magics right Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i feel like (laughs) this is so this is like getting so into the weeds a little bit but i feel Mm -hmm. like harry already has he already has the power of being a good wizard and already has um innately he has the innate abilities that are required for him to be a good wizard. Mm-hmm. So he'll be able to just kind of pick it up, you know, and like 
yeah nobody like nobody taught him how to talk to snakes you know Mm -hmm. right like has he has it already is is what i I think do you think when like was the snake speaking english or was he speaking a snake language (laughs) that's that's an interesting question because actually like they weren't speaking verbally from from Mm. my prior knowledge i guess of how how communication and and language and magic and stuff works from Mm -hmm. video games or whatever um no they they weren't talking they were connected in a way and um so i guess i'll allude to dnd again because i think Mm -hmm. i mean it's 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 what i know it's you know yeah um we have a character brennan's little brother who plays this character um he's a warlock and he has like a little familiar is what you call him it's like a pet but it's not really a pet because it's actually kind of an extension of you in a way oh um and (laughs) in in our campaign it's it's like a little well not so little anymore because he grew up I guess Mm -hmm. but a a dragon Mm -hmm. and he can like send his dragon his dragon's name is buddy mm-hmm. which is adorable mm-hmm. especially because it's a dang dragon like whatever. yes i love that so he'll send buddy on like recon for for our party to go like search and see if there's bad guys in the forest or whatever and so this mm-hmm. dragon will be flying around and it's not like he has to wait for the dragon to get back to gather that information he can speak and it's like i said it's kind of an extension of of who he is mm-hmm. um and so I think that the communication between Harry and the snake is a lot more like that, where okay. they, their, their, their communication is happening. Like, I don't know if you want to say like on a different plane of existence, but it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's more that they're thinking at each other, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not language as we think of, like, it's not verbal language. Yeah. It's not verbal yeah. communication at all. It's like telepathy, I guess would be a good way to put it. Yeah. So do you think that if it was this snake, did he just say adios to the the snake that was an extension of him? Uh, I'm not, so I'm not necessarily suggesting the snake was an extension of Harry. Oh. It could be. He could be like, you know, intertwined and connected with all sorts of different things. Mm. Um, again, it, it kind of depends on the strength of the magic he has and stuff, I think. But mm. um, just kind of having the ability to be in the snake's head and the snake being in his head. That's the more interesting part about that kind of relationship, mm-hmm. I guess, is mm-hmm. the snake could hear him like, like, so I don't know that that makes me think that they're awfully connected. Yeah. Ooh, I like hearing the like way you tie it into other magical worlds that I have not been a part of. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all I know. So I'm just yeah, doing my best cool. out here. Love that. So, so then we move on to um, description of Voldemort, right? And like, where is he? Where do I think Voldemort is? <clears throat> do you think he died? Some say he died. Cons- I don't well, think he died. And I actually, I know he didn't die because I, I do have some prior knowledge of, of Harry Potter, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. he is a being and he exists in the material okay. plane like he is a okay. he is a person um so in what so if he's alive why where is he what's the deal 
yeah, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I also don't know where he was. Like that's a piece of information mm-hmm. I didn't really have either. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like in other stories where he's locked away in a prison or something and escaped or, you know, like mm-hmm. I think people knew where he was until he failed at killing Harry. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I mean, he's a powerful wizard. He he, he disappeared in one way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. He, Hagrid says, most of us reckon he's still out there somewhere, but lost his powers. Too weak to carry on. That can't be it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> uh, I mean, there wouldn't be seven books if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's out there somewhere. Um, he might people might not be able to find him because he might not be out there materially mm-hmm. he might be out there ethereally Ooh, you know in a different plane of existence okay um and still kind of like working through people mm. so mm. <laughs> i mean another another way to allude this to D is like yeah we've we've run into some some evil wizards that have been like possessed if you will mm-hmm. by more powerful wizards okay so yeah i mean he could he could be not like i said not physically there anymore but still i don't know like possessing yeah. bad guys that we're gonna meet later or something right i see kind of like a spirit or something yeah 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 he could be oh. like a like a spirit i love your takes they're just so interesting okay so then they're then they get on about if harry's really going to go to hogwarts uh vernon's like i'm not going to pay for him to go to magic school (laughs) (laughs) again how dense (laughs) (laughs) and then i mean at this point though if you're vernon you're like we mistreated this guy so badly that if if we trained him up he would just use it against us come back and kill us or something yeah you would have had to make this call differently 10 years ago like you made your bet at this point whoops yeah on a side i doubt this is going to give anything it doesn't actually cost them anything to go to hogwarts right aren't they more like summoned um yeah they're invited i don't know about the tuition but i (laughs) but you gotta pay you gotta you know gotta pay books you know there's like books are expensive you know that's what they're paying for that with like real like uh currency though yeah man you know the currency from the game oh <laughs> what was it called again galleons galleons okay <laughs> oh you're just gonna love the next chapter so much there's so much magic in it uh, potions david you are gonna love this series <laughs> <laughs> well we we played with potions too in the game Gosh. Oh yeah, of course we did. Well, when we go shopping in D and D, because we do, yeah, we go and we try to find magical items, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, reagents for spells and other things. So you need <laughs> like you know a a diamond from a certain region, and you need a mm. feather, and you need some chalk oh. to sprinkle, and like you know all this stuff. We've done quests, if you will, where we say, mm-hmm. hey, we can't afford this, but what if we helped, you know, mm. kill all these river knolls that are screwing with your sheep, you know? Yeah, those river knolls are really 
pests. <laughs> they really are. They're very large, dangerous pests. Oh they're, my God. Just I big just, rats. Thinking about one of these magical pests that you get to learn about. And it's just, you're just going to be delighted with it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just so That's excited awesome. now. Um, okay. So then this is where we can't go on without discussing how Hagrid turns uh, Dudley or gives him a pigtail. <laughs> he does. He He's not the... supposed to do that. No, I don't <laughs> think so. He, he brought the umbrella swishing down to, from the air to point at Dudley. There was a flash of violet light, a sound of firecracker, a sharp squeal, and the next second, Dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands clasped over his fat bottom, howling in pain. When he turned his back on them, Harry saw a curly pig's tail poking through a hole in his trousers. <laughs> Oh, Hagrid, I don't think you are allowed to do that. What are you doing? Like Hagrid said, too, he's like, you know, the spell is supposed to turn him into a pig. But uh, he was close enough already, so all he gets is a tail. Oh, yeah, you're right. He does it. Meant to turn him (laughs) into a pig, but I suppose he was so much like a pig anyway, there wasn't much left to do, which is hilarious. But also, this kid is also 10 years old. (laughs) You are Yeah, that's true. That's a mean thing to say, Hagrid. Don't be mean. He should have. He should have turned the parents into pigs if he was going to do it, which he shouldn't have done anyway. Because like Vernon. Oh God, that would have been awesome if he became. Ah, uh, that would have been a little bit more appropriate. You can't hold a gun anymore with your little pig hooves. Well, that you know, I'm surprised Vernon didn't shoot him that at that point. Like he just, po- he just Cast swooshed. A spell on your child. Yes, yeah. Your only uh, son. I mean, Vernon, for all his hot headedness, really holds it together as to not attempt murder on this island yeah i guess there's something to be said for that something he's to be got said. it in him he's really i mean because hagrid's really like calling him names insulting the family they're insulting ha- harry's family too but it's like you know you are the wizard here hagrid yeah although it seems like misjudgment is not necessarily out of hagrid's realm i mean remember when mcgonagall was like you're really going to trust hagrid with all this <laughs> and then we find out that it's because well, it might be in part because Hagrid was expelled. He was expelled, yeah. He never actually got his degree. But yet they so. still, I mean, he's still tight with the with the gang, though. Still tight. Well, he's keeper keys, you know. Just wasn't a so, good student. Not, not studious. Maybe because <laughs> he couldn't accurately do the pig spell. Maybe because yeah. he was too um, rash with his decision making. Yeah. So... Yeah, the other part is, yeah, he, he wasn't supposed to do that. Like, you're, there there must be some kind of law that, or, or maybe they teach you at Hogwarts or something, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to use magic in Muggle world, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, this family in particular knows about magic, and they know the possibilities and stuff mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense, but that could be pretty dangerous. Yeah, to your point, yeah, they only know it in a sense, right? Because they could have known more. Like, Petunia could have been asking questions to her sister, but it seemed like she was just so anti. Like, she, they don't understand the world. They just know that it's there, you yeah. know? Yeah, and I got to imagine, like, I mean, it's it's probably more so law that you shouldn't be screwing with the material world because if you could turn people into pigs, uh, yeah you're screwing with reality you're just depending a lot on people's like rage being checked you know yeah because anytime like think you're just driving along someone bugs you bing boom pig like <laughs> you get in an argument with a muggle boom pig you're just pig everyone could be a pig 
And that would get out be, of hand, it seems. That'd be pretty hilarious for a little bit. <laughs> Definitely get out of hand, though. You'd be like, this whole family's pigs now. What happened to them? Was it with uh, with great power comes great responsibility? Uh, who said that, Dave? Our dad says that all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He says this is that. one of his faves, I would say. Top 10 Brad Becker quotes. Isn't that, I feel like it's, is the origin Star Wars? I don't think the origin is Star Wars, but. Star Trek, maybe. Mm. <laughs> dad definitely would get it from star trek yeah should look that up um so yeah now we're going on diagonal alley diagon, diagon alley <laughs> and we're going you're shopping, all screwed up on escape room <laughs> yeah maybe maybe harry will get like a scholarship to pay for his books because they don't they don't work that out in this chapter as it turns out Vern is just like it's not coming from me if he's like the chosen one right and everybody knows him. He's famous. Didn't know he was famous. Why yeah. wouldn't they buy his books for him? You'd think like <laughs> the the wand shop owner would just be like, yo, it's on me, on the house. It's on me. You know? Yeah, there's an irony there too, where it's like famous people always get stuff for free. Right. People or rich people in particular, right? Where you could have you could have actually bought this thing, but now you didn't have to buy it. Yeah. yeah they're like, just here, Harry, take a wand, post some Instagram ads for us. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the shout out, like, comment, yep. and subscribe. Like, like, and subscribe, um, which is what people should do to this podcast. Yep. Um, so I think we should go another three chapters, my friend. I think you're going to just have the you best You would know better. Time. So we've only read, how's this work? 66 pages so far. And so the next three chapters will be like another 60 pages. So awesome. Yeah. Getting a little longer chunks. But this book is really short, but it's a nice, fun introduction to the world. So, yeah, I've got some driving ahead of me, too. To I mean, if you start chapter five, you're not good. I don't think you'll want to stop until you're forced to. <laughs> That's great news. Well, you let me know when you're ready. I haven't heard from Daniel, but I'll text him and see if he's going because I'm I'm about to hang up with you and then just start these next three because I've been also waiting. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Like I'm, I'm also very excited to see why everybody who loves Harry Potter enjoys rereading it too. Because I feel like for mm-hmm. me, I'm excited because I have, I have no idea. Like I don't know what mm-hmm. the story is. I don't know what directions it's going to take. I don't know the characters. And like you know everything already, and you're still excited to reread it. Because <laughs> when you know where characters end up, I think going back to the beginning is just like so endearing. Because you're just like, oh, look at like where it all started you know it's just like one of those that nostalgia a little bit almost it's not well I can't relate to the nostalgia so much because I don't rem- like I was never a 12 year old reading it you know like well, this book true. yeah I guess but like I I wasn't like you and Daniel I wasn't growing up like oh I can't wait for the next book to come out I'm gonna like read it all in a day and I'm gonna have all these feelings as a young kid but it's more like going back to these chapters one because i'm excited for you guys to experience it i'm excited to re-realize like what things are introduced when i'm excited to like notice her hints at what's good what's to come this early because like some of the i'm excited to edit this because some of the things you said and daniel has said already have just they're just gonna be delightful to replay them for you in like a year (laughs) yeah hey that's that's my goal um in and doing this podcast and stuff is 
come at it from the angle, from the perspective, from the experiences that I have, mm-hmm. not knowing anything about the whole story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know me, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of try to figure it out too, as we go. Please do. Yeah. I mean, I've got some, I definitely have some hypothesis already, but. Well, spit them out. Um, I mean, like I said, this could either sound ridiculous me or, or I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I think, man, like I'm not I'd be positive. stoic. I mean, like I'm not positive at all. Mm-hmm. About, I mean, about anything, but sure. I feel like Harry's going to go to Hogwarts. Sure. And Voldemort disappear. <laughs> yeah, just leave it at that. That's wow. a crazy take. Um, I think he's going to go to Hogwarts and like there's going to be kind of a search for Voldemort and and they're going to learn about all these different situations that happen where it's going to give a little more insight to it's going to give a bit of insight into the fact that he's definitely not gone and i think my hypothesis that i that i feel most confident in is that he's very much not gone he's very much still there Mm -hmm. and he's going to be kind of like like i said possessing people and 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 i mean not like actively, but like, I think he's got a hold of some people that we're going to run into. Mm. Um, maybe Harry included, maybe just some of the professors. I know like professor Snape seemed like a really sketchy guy. Would I remember mm. like watching the movie or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, and that Draco Malfoy kid, even though, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I don't know. We're going to see a lot of these characters come into the scene and and the author is going to take us one direction and say, oh, this is a, a really good person. Mm-hmm. And then like, I, I just I just feel like Voldemort is like actually existing within these people. And mm. Harry's job is probably going to be to expel like, like, I don't know, like get rid of the evil part. Mm. Man, if I'm going to dive, if I'm going to dive even further into it, I mm-hmm. guess. If if Voldemort couldn't kill Harry, mm-hmm. that's extremely significant, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of him complete like him failing to kill Harry and running away, essentially as a bad wizard would do, mm-hmm. maybe he more so like enveloped, like he he man I don't even like I'm not articulate enough to describe this but he he now exists in Harry and Harry's gonna grow up and become like this big powerful wizard and have this internal battle of like he knows that he's good and he's there learning magic to become a a good wizard and Mm -hmm. yet he's still got like Voldemort in him like in that scar Mm -hmm. or something right like as part of him Mm -hmm. and it's like the the whole battle is going to be about how to kind of defeat the evil within everybody but also himself mm. kind of thing Ooh. that's a i mean that's a hell of a hypothesis but it but here's the thing is i mean like i'm analytical and and it lines up like that could okay. that could be something that happens like he didn't kill harry why didn't harry die and where did voldemort go that's the question 
Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Okay. You got to listen to the next few. We got to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go fast. I'm like, this is going to be so hard to listen to you and Daniel. Daniel made some predictions in the last podcast too. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thrilled. I just, I just love it. Cause the parts. Yeah. I just love it. I just love just, your takes. It's so, so funny interesting. because there's so much not, uh, um, they have so much more depth. I feel like that someone who's not also introduced, who's not into fantasy at all, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just find that really interesting. Um, and I, and again, like, I think I knew too much when I first read them. Uh-huh. So it's also just fascinating to hear what someone else thinks the story direction is going to go against what I remember, what I knew versus what I, what I didn't know. Yeah. And so like, I didn't make predictions that are, were that lofty because I knew half of the story kind of, Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, like my hypothesis could be right. It could totally be wrong, but the fun part is that's what I kind of think at this point. Mm-hmm. So Mm-hmm. I might be so focused on what my hypothesis is that I'm going to miss out on a bunch of other details mm-hmm. of what might really be mm-hmm. happening. Right. All right. Well, so chapters four, five, and six, and then okay. you call me when you're ready, man. Sounds good. It's going to be fun. I will do that. We will continue this journey. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. All right. Love you, bro. Love you too.